Welcome to the Texas Oil & Gas Podcast, the show dedicated to bring you the news from the oil patch deep in the heart of Texas, with your host, Ryan Ray and Josh Shelton. What is up, everyone? Ryan Ray here, Texas Oil & Gas Podcast, episode 55, and today's show has a lot different feel to it. Um, this past week, I was at the oil field Helping Hands event we talked about in McLeod, Oklahoma, and that was there to support the folks... Um, who lost their lives tragically on the Patterson um, um, Patterson rig 219 just a few months ago. And, you know, I, I sat down, I was able to interview a couple people at the show, and we're, I'm going to play those for you. And um, But first, I, I just want to give you my thoughts on this event and why it's important to attend these events and just say thank you to all of the sponsors and all the people who showed up out there. It was a great turnout. The weather wasn't that great, but the folks still showed up and, um, you know, donated to this cause of these, these men who lost their lives in this tragedy. And, um, so I have a couple interviews I'm gonna play for you just a second, but real quick, I just want to be sure to thank folks like Aaron Dowdy, um, Kristen Underwood from Old Country Media. Um, you know the sponsors. The title sponsor was um, Patterson UTI. The the shooter sponsor was Blue Line Rental. Um, White Energy Services, Halliburton Boots and Coat Services, um, WPX Southwest Oilfield Pro- uh, Products, um, and I could go on and on and on with the sponsors. I'm gonna link to this event in the show notes so you guys can go and be sure to thank these sponsors if you know them if you're around them or if you do business with them be sure to thank them because they they, they support a, you know a very worthy cause we talk about it on the show from time to time but this is important for us as professionals to remember is that this work that these people are doing out there on the rigs is some of the most important work that we have in the world we have to have this resource for life as we know it to live um, to function, to, you know, to, to do what I'm doing right now, to record a podcast. You know, we need people out there, um, drilling for oil and for gas and, to, to all the benefits that come with that. So, um, I'm going to name off the, the men who lost their lives, their age and where they're from. Um, and then we'll have a, just kind of a brief moment of silence on the podcast for them. And, uh, then I'll play the interviews and we'll wrap it up with that. So first off we have no relation to me first, I should say, but Josh Ray, who is 35 of Fort Worth, Texas, Matt Smith, 29, of McAllister, Oklahoma. Cody Risk, 26, of Wellington, Colorado. Parker Waldridge, 60, of Crescent, Oklahoma. Uh, Crescent, Oklahoma, rather. Roger Cunningham, 55, of Seminole, Oklahoma. And um, I know it's, you know, it's, we're going to take a quick moment of silence here, and then we'll roll into the interviews um, with the people who are there. And again, I'm going to link to this in the show notes. Josh and I will be back with our same normal regular show. I know we have some new folks we listen this week. This is not our normal show. Our normal show will be back next week, and uh, Josh and I will be back doing our normal deal that we do every year, every week. But this is a more serious event, more solemn event, and we wanted to give it the proper respect that we felt like um, – for this episode. So we'll take a quick pause here and then we'll begin the, the episode. Well, next up we have Aaron Dowdy um, with the Oklahoma chapter of the Oilfield Helping Hands. And so real quick, let's just kind of break down the chapters for everyone who's not familiar. Your Oklahoma covers the whole state. Um, yes, and we have all of Oklahoma. And then what would be some other chapters that maybe, you know, I'm from, uh, DFW area. What would be some other area chapters that you can name off for us? I think you said the Permian a minute ago. We have uh, one in Houston. I think there's a chapter in Ohio area. Um, DFW, um, Permian, Rockies, Louisiana, and I th- 
believe that's that's about it. Okay. So you All cover right. a, a very large area. Then do y'all, does this go into Kansas as well? They're welcome, They're welcome to come, to come. If, they, if, if they want. Well, the reason I'm asking is I've noticed there's people from Houston and all over the area at this event. It's a very important event. We were honored to be here. And let's talk about there this are. event and uh, why it's drawn such a big crowd, you think? There are. And uh, I think some of the people from Houston that have come up is because they're some of our sponsors. Um, Patterson. Um, we have, uh, they're our title sponsor for the event um, because it, this event is benefiting Pat- the vic- the victims of Patterson 219. Um, so that was their rig um, that was lost in that tragedy. So that's kind of um, why we are doing this event for those families. Yeah. One of the things we talked about on the show is, you know, you got the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, but in the oil and gas world, it's like two to three degrees for everyone, you know? Absolutely. You know, and, and so you just, you're really connected. And this event's really shown me that, like I said, there's people from all over Texas, Oklahoma, they're mm-hmm. all here to support this event. And it's important that we help each other out because uh, you know, you may not know someone on the rig personally that died, but if you touch your circle, you probably know someone who knew someone on that rig. And it, Absolutely. And oil and gas, there's only a select number of places that you can work. So you may have lived in Houston at one point, and now you're in Midland or Oklahoma or, um, you know, in Pennsylvania or wherever. Um, but there's there's just those handful of places that people go and you run into people and we're all very connected. And um, a lot of the companies are based in Houston, but have chapters otherwhere other places so right yeah so we were at the ohh event the pistol shoot in um houston area uh in the 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 rig accident had just happened and they were mm-hmm. talking about doing this event so this is actually a kind of i don't say spontaneous but a, a a pretty well pretty recently put together event can you kind of talk us through this process of how you guys came up with this idea and what the response has been yeah so um i heard um couple of my friends from Oklahoma had texted me and said, hey, are you, are you in southeast Oklahoma? Did you guys um, have the work on that job? I said, no, what are you talking about? I was in Midland in the Permian at the time. I hadn't watched and seen the local news from Oklahoma because I was in Midland. And um, I texted a few people and kind of figured out what was going on and talked to my parents. And they said it's all over the news. And then it made national news. Um, and so I immediately reached out to some people in Oklahoma. Um, I knew some people that were, um, managing that project and, uh, made sure that they, they were okay. Um, found out that five, five people were missing. Um, so at that point we hadn't, we suspected what had happened, um, but hadn't confirmed anything. I text Chris, um, the day it happened. It was the day it happened, and uh, I said, hey, have you heard about this? He said, yeah, it's terrible. I said, we, we should do something. He said, I, th- I think we should. So he uh, talked to the powers that be in Houston, and uh, we decided to make um, the families of the victims of Patterson 219 um, the benefic- beneficiaries of this event. Yeah, and you know, one of the things we talk about on the show repeatedly is that those people out there that lost their lives were doing important work. And, and sometimes oil and gas professionals, we kind of forget the importance of what we do. And, um, you know, I always kind of uh, um, make an analogy like this. Somewhere right now in the world, there's a heart being transported on a helicopter to save someone's lives. Well, those people on the rigs, those are people who are starting that process. And we do very important work here. And so it's important that we honor those who lose their lives, you know, doing important work. And, and it, it's tough because as an oil and gas professional, we're always faced with scrutiny about what we do and about how we're bad people or all these things but at the core at the reality is without oil and gas um we'd be living kind of an amish lifestyle if you will absolutely it's essential essential to everything that we do 
Okay, so the response I've seen, it looks like you guys have had a great response. I'm looking at a sponsor list here. We're going to put a picture on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Um, I know you got a lot of sponsors that we want to thank, and we're going to make sure we get all them plugged. Um, but the one thing that impressed me was it's not just the sponsors, but y'all have all, y'all, I think y'all maxed out on teams. Is that right? Yeah, we did uh, with the coming weather uh, supposed to temperature supposed to drop and we're supposed to get a lot of rain and stuff. We maxed out at one flight. Um, the most that we could have was 40, 40 teams. Um, and we had, I believe, 39 or 40 enter. So we had a really good turnout. Um, 20 or 30 sponsors at, at least. Uh, people showed up to volunteer too. So yeah. 150, 160 people. We haven't got a final head count yet, but a very good turnout. No, it's a great event. It's a great event. There are food sponsors. There's USAID Sound and Decals here with sponsors. Everyone from the industry has shown up to show their support for these families. And, um, you know, we can't bring back the loved ones, but at least we can help in some kind of way um, during this tough time. It's an important thing to do. I know you've got a, a bunch of people that you want to thank for helping make this event happen. Let's go ahead and get those people plugged in right now. Absolutely, for sure. So Patterson UTI, uh, they are our title sponsor. We also have um, Pace on AS Drilling Fluids, Four Point Energy, Invictus, uh, Halberton Boots and Coots, Millrock Distribution, American Block, D-Now uh, is our lunch sponsor, uh, the company that I work for, Intrepid Directional Drilling Specialists, Blue Line Rental, Aveda Transportation and Energy Services, U.S. Safety and Sign, uh, Decal, they were our sign sponsor. They provided all the signage, all the banners. They did a wonderful job on that. Um, Plaster and Wall Consulting, Reservoir Data Systems, uh, Core Lab, Protechnics Company, Drill Chem, uh, White's Welding, Washita Valley, WPX Energy, Woodward Steel, Southwest Oil Products, and Global, Global Drilling Partners. Okay, and they can find all of those sponsors on your website, I believe, which is where? Yes, our website, uh, oilfieldhelpinghands.org, and you can go to the Oklahoma chapter, and there's a tab for uh, the 2018 Spring Sporting Clay Shoot. Okay, and what is y'all's next event coming up? Uh, we will have a golf tournament later uh, this year, probably in Tulsa. It has not exactly been planned yet, but the Oklahoma, uh, the um, Houston chapter has a uh, sporting clay shoot coming up, I believe, in the next couple of weeks. Okay. And I know we have listeners. This is the Texas on Gas podcast. We have folks that are in Oklahoma who listen as well. Um, what is What kind of members are you look, guys looking for? Are you looking for um, more upstream type, midstream types? Where, what are you looking for with your chapter? The entire industry. So the core mission of Oilfield Helping Hands is we help the families of um people that are employed by the oil and gas industry, whether they lose their job because a family member becomes sick or passes away, um, there's a tragedy that happens in their family. If they're unable to pay their bills or their expenses, Oilfield Helping Hands will step in and help support those families and help them get back on their feet. Well, we are honored to be here. We're really encouraged by this event. Thank you so much for putting this on and for getting the sponsors together. Um, You're welcome. Thanks for coming out and covering this event. Well, it's just, you know, we're glad we could help. And uh, we will link to your guys' stuff in the show notes. So you be sure to check that out for our Oklahoma listeners. And um, hopefully we can come up for another event soon. And now i got to be honest with you, the Oilfield Helping Hands, uh, one of the chapters in Texas, has a saltwater fishing tournament. And that's really what I've got my eye on. So Absolutely. <laughs> that's got my eye on. Sounds like fun. Maybe I'll see you there. <laughs> I might miss the golf or the, the, the saltwater fishing, but um, okay, Erin, anything else you want to plug, promote before we get you out here today? Um, I would say to anyone that's listening, uh, if you feel 
uh, compelled to donate to any of the families. Um, there were uh, five men that lost their their lives on Patterson two on Patterson two nineteen. If you want to donate, you can go to our website. Okay, and we'll be sure to link that up. And get in contact with us. Yeah, we'll, Thank you. We'll be sure to link that up as well. Thank you so much, Aaron, for coming on. Okay, up next, we're with Cody Clark with U.S. Safety Sign and Decal. Cody, long time no see since you've been on one of our programs. Good to see you again. Thanks. Well, um, let's, let's, first off, I want to thank you guys publicly because you all have made us some spectacular hard hat stickers, and we really appreciate that. Those are good looking. If you haven't seen them, go to our Instagram page at Texas Long Guys Podcast. You can sign up for your free hard hat stickers there. Um, so thank you guys for sponsoring that for us. We really appreciate it. Um, but you guys do a lot of good charity work. And one of the things you guys are doing here today is you're sponsoring, I believe, all of the signage for this event. Uh, we we had an opportunity to become a member of the uh, OHH. And uh, alongside of that, we were, had the opportunity for our company to provide all the signage for this event. Okay, so let's talk about signage real quick. I know it's your core business. Let's just kind of list what you guys do so that would make sense for the listeners. I said U.S. Sign and Safety Decal, but what is your kind of your core business and um, how does that provide you these opportunities? Um, our core business is the oil and gas industry uh, from pipeline to EMP to uh, upstream, down, upstream and uh, midstream uh, from decking a rig completely out with uh, safety signage uh, all the way to t-shirts to hats to tents to uh, anything that you could possibly think of for that you would need for your event um, and private events in the uh, oil and gas industry uh, there's nothing we can't do okay so let's talk about this event uh, particularly because as we talked with other guests, this event is not last-minute deal, but it was thrown together to, to respond to an event that happened in our industry. We had um, five people lose their lives, and so it's been a, kind of a fast pace to put this thing together to help support these people. Um, when did you guys find out about it, and you know, what was kind of been y'all's process getting here? Actually, uh, we got involved, uh, believe it or not, just last week, and uh, and artwork coming in as late as, late as um, last, uh, well, two days ago. So to get these things put into production and get them here and get them picked up and get them placed out, our team worked uh, pretty much overnight to get it done. But uh, we were happy to do that because what a great event. And, um, you know, the old gas industry, when a fellow uh, man or woman falls in the industry, we all pull together. You know, we're all brotherhood and sisterhood in the old gas industry. Yeah, we are. We are. It's just one of these weird industries where you're always kind of connected to someone somehow, some way, and you always know Absolutely. someone. You know, one of the things early on in my career, um, when I would go out, I would be, you know, 22, 23, 24, and I'd be kind of running my, my, my company's project or whatever. And I'd go out and meet these inspectors who were like 60 or 70. And what I learned to do really quick was I'd start saying, did you work here or did you work here? And I'd find a common project, and I'd start naming off all the people I knew on that project. And eventually, I'd come to someone we both knew, and then they would accept me. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's funny because these guys have been around for you know, 50 years in the industry. I've been around for five at the time or whatever. And, you know, you just work this process. And eventually, like, okay, yeah, he's, he's one of us. But it was just strange how you could do that over and over again because the industry is well, it's so big and that's what i talk about sometimes it's so big that almost no one knows everything about it but it's so small on the inside it's really a, a unique dynamic it is it's very small uh, i always said from early on in my career 
when I started, I was uh, my perspective. Oil and gas industry is, you know, uh, I'm just the, the small guy, young guy, and my eyes were wide open trying to uh, uh, learn everything and learn who everybody uh, was. And I learned real quick that everybody took care of each other, and uh, you know, they helped them when they were down, they helped them when they were up, and uh, you know, I'm. I'm 47 years young now, and I've been in industry for about 20 years. And over the years, I've had many, many mentors that got me to where I'm at today. And a lot of people from Patterson that I've known for years are here today, and I can't wait to meet up with them. Um, you know, you just never know when your path's going to cross again. And, um, you know, so, yeah, the industry is very small, and relationships are everything in this industry. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, helping each other out. The first time I ever saw that, I was working on a pipeline job, and we had our, you know, every morning had our safety deal, and, and they said someone on another spread, you know, I think he got his hand crushed or leg crushed. or He was, he was done, though, for the job. And, uh, you know, they passed around a, a, a bucket or a couple hard hats or whatever it was, and, man, just filled it up with money. That was the first time I ever kind of experienced it. You know, I was just a field hand at the time, and, you know, and it's like, wow. Now to see it on this side, which is more of a corporate type of event, it's good to see that it carries up. You know, those people in the field don't forget where they came from, and it carries up to the corporate level too. Absolutely. Uh, especially, to, you know, I've been in it for close to 20 years, and, you know, as I moved up, I started out digging ditches. Uh, the retention ditches around the rigs and I started and went up to uh, rebuilding engines out in the field and then I was a roughneck and made it up to district manager, VP, director of uh, HS&E and so you learn you know as you grow in the industry not how important the corporate level is but how important that your people in the field are working because they both have to work close together and I do agree that, um, you know, as I've grown in the industry and at the corporate level, that not only are people at the corporate level giving, you'll be surprised, the, the guy that's been on location for five days, you know, how quickly they become a part of the brotherhood and part of the industry, how willing they are to, to give to a cause. Yeah. Well, it's a dangerous industry we work in, and this event obviously sadly highlights that. Um, I know you guys do a lot of work on the safety side of things. Uh, let's leave this with a few safety tips maybe for our listeners, just kind of a good reminder as far as maybe signage or um, just kind of how to think about safety. What would be some things that you'd give to our listeners um, as we kind of you know, wrap it up today? Um, always look for hazards and always listen to your mentors. And when people are giving you advice, listen. And if you don't know, understand what they're saying, always ask questions. And there's an old rule of thumb. It's been in the oil and gas industry for as long as I know. There's no such thing as any stupid question the only, or dumb question. The only dumb question asked is a question not asked. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, so U.S. Safety Sign Decal, where can people find you at? Obviously, if they want a spectacular hard hat sticker or stickers, I should say, uh, they can go to our Instagram page at Texas Gas Podcast. But if they want to get something maybe for their company or some hard hat stickers or some signage, where can they find that at? At www.ussafetysign.com, or uh, you can call me directly on my personal cell phone at 405-593-3155, and we, will, we can take care of you. And I believe you told me you prefer calls between 2 and 6 a.m., right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> 24 hours a day. <laughs> uh, my assistant, my voicemail will pick up if I don't answer, but I will get back with okay. you. Okay. <laughs> well, look, thank you for what you guys did. There's a, there's some signage. I know y'all made a, um, 
Uh, what, what would be the right word for the, the family? Uh, the in memory. Uh, we call it the, the uh, in memory of for the uh, fallen on Rig 219. Mm-hmm. We were, that was something we wasn't asked to do. It's just something from, you know, right. me being in right. the industry. And I thought, you know, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. Not, to me, that was a very special sign, not only for myself, but for our team back at the office, um, you know, it's pretty. It was pretty emotional for them. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm, you know, our our hopes is that the, their president takes his sign back, and we're able to give the same signage back to the the five. I'm sure you guys will have that on your Instagram, which is at US Safety Sign. Is that right on Instagram? E- yes. Okay, so it'll be there. We'll have a picture on Texas Home Guest Podcast, Instagram. It should be on LinkedIn, website. Kristen's here. She'll have it over all the old country media stuff. And uh, it's a good-looking sign. And so thank you for what you guys did, for the sponsorship, for coming on last minute. You know, I mean, I know you guys are busy, and so uh, we really appreciate that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so up next we have Brian Hughes with Quail Ridge Sporting Clays, which is the host of the event today. Uh, Brian, thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you. So kind of walk me through the process. How did you guys get involved? Do you normally do oil field helping hands events, or is this kind of your first time with this group? Uh, No, we've had the oil field helping hands here. Uh, I believe this is their third year with us. Uh, Do a lot of oil field related events, Uh, a lot of of charity shoots, um, family functions, try to be a family family friendly place and provide a good safe environment for everyone to be educated and enjoy shooting okay and just out of curiosity how long have you guys been here uh we've been at this current location just over four years been in business uh 18 okay so you've seen a lot of clay get shot over the years seen a lot of clays (laughs) (laughs) um so it's your third time to do an oil field helping hands event um this turnout looks really good for for this event i think we got 160 shooters today i think we had had uh, 40 teams of four, and uh, they're out there having a good time right now. So, Yeah. Well, let's talk about why you guys – you mentioned you do a lot of oil field stuff. Is, do you have a background in the oil field? Do you um, have some family members maybe? Or what's your connection with the oil field? I don't. Um, I have a lot of friends. I shoot competitively uh, in the National Sporting Clays Association and uh, travel a lot. And a lot of my friends that, that we work with and, and shoot with uh, are in – some facet of the oil field uh, oil field people as most people know like their guns and they <laughs> like to shoot and so this is kind of a match made in heaven for everybody i, I was about to say if nothing else oil field and guns basically the only thing that okay it goes in the same sentence except for on the job site because you can't have them right. on the job site but, right. but outside the job oil field and guns basically go hand in hand yes sir <laughs> Especially talk about the rig folks. They love their guns. The rig, rig folks love their hunting. They love their guns. They love our country. <laughs> we're glad to have them. Well, it's one of the things that's interesting is because gun owners and oil field people kind of have some common thread outside of just the gun and the oil field is they're both groups of people who are pressured to be the, the, the perceived as bad people or harmful people um, by society at large. And they're just normal folks who are just trying to make a living and do what they think is their constitutional right, maybe. Or in the case of oil and gas workers, they're out there, um, you know, providing a very important service for us. So they have actually this it's kind of unique bond to where, um, you know, if you're an oil field worker and a gun owner, you kind of get it from both sides, if you will. Very much so. It's, uh, well, there's, there's some misinformation and some miseducation out there and a lot of the things that we see in the, in the public eye today and on TV and things like that are mostly derogatory about everything involved with guns or 
energy production and things like that. People are worried about pollution and whatnot, and they don't. A lot of a lot of folks don't have a good understanding of what happens. A lot of people haven't been exposed to shooting sports, and and you know, guns are not just tools for violence. Guns are used every day and have been used every day since they've been invented to provide meals for your families right. and entertainment now and and things like that so right well um so i know as we mentioned because they are so tied up a lot of our audience probably shoots clays regularly i know there's events like this that go on all the time either for cha- this kind of charity or another give us some tips on how to shoot um successful uh, you know if you're going to go out take your clients out to shoot some clay give us some tips on how to do that first off how, i got a question before you answer that how important is the gun um the gun's important it it uh it has to somewhat fit your body type and, and the way you stand and, and, uh, and whatnot. Um, basic fundamentals, just like anything, are very important. Um, sporting clays, uh, any clay target shooting shotgun game, typically is all shot at moving targets. And because of that, uh, a lot of people look at it backwards. You know, they try to aim it because that, most people are taught with BB guns or rifles or whatnot from their parents or grandparents and friends and whatnot and it's really uh the exact opposite when you have a sitting still target you can aim at it because it's not moving but when it's moving your brain has to know where the target is at all times so because of that it's just like hitting a pitch in baseball or throwing a football to somebody running across the field you look at where you want the ball to go and that's that's where your brain will send it and so it's not so much about aiming with moving targets as it is keeping your eye on the clay and keeping a constant flow of information into your brain and letting your letting your brain and your subconscious take care of it all how long does it take um for someone that maybe just picking up a shotgun they're in the business they want to you know go, go do these types of events how, how long does it take for them to be not not world class obviously but just an okay shooter they can go to you know they go to these events I would imagine it's a lot quicker than golf. Yeah, it's a it's a fairly quick learning curve. Uh, it's not uh, it's not an overly hard concept. It's the hardest part is typically you learn backwards. So, kind of correcting yourself in your mind of what you're actually trying to do is actually the difficult part. the The actual task itself is is fairly easily explained and fairly easily executed. Yeah, the first I will give you my uh, piece of advice because um, I know you need it. But um, I went my first time I ever went to a, a professional shooting uh, establishment like this. I had a Benelli Super Black Eagle, mm-hmm. and so I'm out there, and they I say, you know, I'm pull, shoot, hit the first one, shoot, miss the second one, shoot, hit it the third time, <laughs> and about two minutes later, some guy pulled up and said, "Hey, who's shooting three shots?" I'm like, "That's me." He goes, "No." I'm like, "No, I'm, no, it, it carries three. You know." He goes, "No," and I was like. Why do you mean? He goes, you can only shoot two at a time. I was like, oh, so that would be, you know, I learned, I learned that kind of the embarrassing way, you know, cause I, I thought I did something good, but um, two shots, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. and that's all, <laughs> and that's all just safety derived. Uh, the, and it's pretty generalized to nearly every gun, gun club across the country. Uh, <clears throat> it's all about safety. Nowhere that I know of do you shoot more than two targets at a time. So having three, having three loaded in the gun leaves you an opportunity to, leave the stand with a loaded firearm and 
I am. That's obviously Dangerous. not what we're looking yeah. for. Action's no. open all the time. Yeah. Safety is the most important thing in the gun business. It's uh, we only get we only get one chance to mess up here. So. That's right. It makes a lot of sense, but I felt like a complete idiot when he told me that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, my, I can see. I see the logic now. But before, I, th- I just thought, you know, you got three, three to hit two. I feel pretty good about my odds. My shooting got worse as the day went on because I can only shoot two at a time. So it was, um, it was, a, it was a long day at the range, at least. <laughs> and the and it's common that you know you start well, kind of that old school beginner's luck kind of a thing. And the better you do, the more you try and. The harder you try, a lot of times the worse you get. There's a lot of guys out there that have hit a golf ball and know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You, you you think you got it figured out, so then you try to replicate that, and you realize you just got lucky. Right. The repl- <laughs> the replication is the opposite of what you just did that worked. That's so. right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, people that we have listeners in Oklahoma, obviously, and all over the world, but people in Oklahoma specifically, they want to come out here. They want to shoot clays. Do you have memberships? Is it for events? Kind of walk us through what 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 would you guys offer? We're open to the public. Uh, Tuesday. 9 to 7, and Thursday 9 to 7, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, 9 to 5. We're at 2401 South McLeod Road in McLeod, Oklahoma, and uh, open to the public during the day. And if we have any special events or anything like that, we try to try to do what we can to keep something open for, for everybody, and that way if they show up, we're, we don't turn anybody away. And... Uh, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find us on the website at quailridgeclays.com uh, or call the club on the phone at 405-964-5550. Okay. Well, we will be sure to link to the website and the show notes so any of our Oklahoma listeners can pick that up. Thank you for hosting this event and for having us out here. You've been very gracious to us, allowing us to set our stuff up, and so uh, we really appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank you all for coming out and enjoying the day with us okay so that is the interviews from the oilfield helping hands event that i attended last friday in mcleod oklahoma and i just want to leave with this um you know to the families that lost their loved ones first off on behalf of josh shelton and myself um we offer our deepest and sincerest condolences our thoughts our prayers well wishes um, we know it's not nearly enough. We can't bring back those who you lost. And I, um, doing a little research for tonight's edit, you know, looked up some of the families and the, you know, uh, through news reports and, you know, um, saw some of those who were left behind and it's, it's tough. I have, um, uh, three of my own little kids. And so it's, um, I can't imagine coming home one day with my wife being gone or, or my wife having to come home and daddy being gone. And so, um, it's a um, a tragic event and one that we feel like, um, you know, on this show we're very passionate about oil and gas. It's very important, and we want to honor their their, their lives and their memory the best way we can. And so we hope that this event um, did that. And thank you to U.S. Safety Sign and Decal. They made some tremendous signage. Um, thank you to everyone who showed up. Thank you to, as I mentioned, Aaron, um, the vice president of the chapter up in Oklahoma, for coming on, and the folks who were there and hosted us. Um, everyone was so nice and gracious to us. Gary Brooks drove up from Houston, I know, um, from the Houston chapter. It was a very well-run event, and uh, please, please, please consider joining this organization, um, supporting this or- organization, or reaching out to Aaron You know, if you want to help out with this cause. I know they're still taking... Um, donations in various capacities and um 
if you could keep these families in your in your prayers as um this is something that will go on for the rest of their lives the loss of this um other 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 husbands and fathers and sons and brothers um it's it's a it's a travesty it's a tragedy and um we we hate to see it happen um and so we dedicate this episode to those men who lost their lives tragically on that day and um so nothing really else to say no plugs no promotions no events nothing else is as important as as that and hopefully we've honored the memory the best way we can we wanted to get to more people we just ran out of time and logistics but um that is no one's fault but my own and the, fo- the folks there at oilfield helping hands were very gracious to us and so we want to offer again our thanks to them letting us show up and cover this event it was an honor just to be a part of it and um so that's it for this episode. Like I said, Josh and I will be back next week for our regular show, episode 56. And um, until then, keep climbing.